All right, and welcome back to another episode of Perspective in Pokemon. And I am very excited to have with me Megan. You might know her as Hug a Mouse Art. Um, you might have seen her on Instagram, on TikTok. And quite frankly, I am a huge fan of her artwork. I just love the cards that look just the, the commissions, the, the artwork that you do on the Pokemon cards. I just, I love seeing, I love seeing your TikTok videos too. Like when you like show kind of the process. Yeah, um, I just started those. I think it's been a cool adventure so far. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I've kind of already introduced you, but if you want to go ahead and give your 30 seconds, 60 seconds, who are you? What, what are you up to? Uh, well, I am uh, finishing college currently. I'm just a normal human being painting Pokemon cards, something to do while quarantine's happening. And I think it's really kind of hit a soft spot with me. I think it's been a really cool adventure so far and it's pretty much it. Awesome. So I'm curious, did you start that like during quarantine or was that something you were doing beforehand? Uh, well, I always kind of liked art growing up and I like Pokemon, but uh, I never really felt confident enough to really like post or do anything until I just was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and try painting some and posting them and see how it goes. And it turned out to be really cool and really fun. And I've been enjoying being able to actually see myself progress and improve with it. So yeah, it's pretty much more recent, but it's been a lot of fun. So That's awesome. So uh, I'm curious, like, when did you first get into art, like in general? Um, well, I always enjoyed doodling when I was a kid. Um, there were these uh, Pokemon or th magazines that kind of had like a Pokemon section in it with a bunch of fan art. So I was like, oh, I could totally draw fan art to enter to that. But of course, I never knew how to actually submit. But so I kept drawing little Pokemon doodles. And that was really fun. So in third grade art class, when we had a, it was just like painting flowers, but mixing the paint with this like, um, white overlay or just different white paint, like a different type of paint. Mm -hmm. I ended up just adding stripes in the background and I guess it differentiated it from everybody else's. So she put me in the little art show at the um, mall. So that kind of was like, oh, maybe I'm okay at art. So I kind of just from there kept doing it, kept improving, did anime sketches as I got a little bit closer to middle school, high school, stuff like that. And then went to this. Awesome. And then I have to ask, when did you first get into Pokemon? Well, when probably five-ish years old, um, I used to live in like a pretty um, typical suburban little neighborhood. I was in the cul-de-sac portion. And so there were a few houses around me that had like kids that I got along with really well. Mm -hmm. And one day we had an entire street-wide yard sale. So all the kids kind of went running mm -hmm. around everywhere, trading things, buying things. And one of my next door neighbors had a Pokemon card binder and each card was 25 cents. So I went ahead and picked out a few and from there on out, I kind of just got more interested. My other next door neighbor had, I think, Fire Red, and I started watching him play it, and then I got obsessed. So my parents bought us the games. I had a little SpongeBob Game Boy with Leaf Green, and it's kind of where it started. That's awesome. It was and really fun. That's awesome. So I'm curious, though. So five, you said you were five? Yeah, somewhere around there. So did you ever, like, did you continue collecting since you were five, or was that something more of a you got out of it as a teenager, as a lot of people do, and then got back into it later? 
Uh, well, I've been I've played every single generation of Pokemon game, like just the mainstream games. I've played a few like um, Battle Revolution, I believe, on the Wii. That was I didn't play too many of the uh, non-mainstream titles, but I've been playing those the whole time. And then I've been collecting cards throughout my whole life. I never really stopped. Maybe there were portions where I didn't get as many because I didn't have the means to, or like growing up, parents didn't buy as many because. What really excited me, like what really stapled it into me when I was a kid is what my dad had done to encourage me to kind of try hard at soccer and like actually get into it so that I wasn't kind of just sitting around. Every single goal I scored counted as one point and one point equaled a pack of cards. Two was a figurine and three was a plushie. So soccer games were my favorite parts of my childhood pretty much because I was able to have fun score goals, but at the same time, kind of earn little prizes. So that was pretty much the best experience as a kid I had. So that really just kept me into it. That's awesome. <laughs> Never stopped so, collecting. <laughs> so I bet you got pretty good at soccer, or at least decently good. <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah, unfortunately, hadn't in the high school. It just, I had ended up moving at that point and just the, I didn't, really fit in like or more of my friends were the guys so and they didn't really have a co-ed team in high school so yeah i switched to running at that point but awesome that's cool yeah i don't remember if it was on your if you posted it like on your instagram or if it was on one of your stories but i, I remember seeing recently you have like all these binders like big old binders of cards <sighs> yeah uh because it's hard to like whenever people request the commission we uh, we try to figure out which pokemon they want and at that point i need to show them all the cards that i have or so we can determine whether or not i have a card that they want to paint or we need to order it so i'm like okay i should probably sort all my binders by every single binder page is set for one pokemon so if i have more cards it's multiple binder pages for each pokemon so some binder pages are really full while others it's like two Venomoth cards total in one page. So it took a while, but it's going to be helpful as I continue on. So Awesome. So, okay, you mentioned how you started doing uh, these Pokemon card artwork, mm -hmm. which if anyone's watching or listening to this, like go check out her page and you'll understand what I'm talking about. They're really cool. Um, so you started that during uh, quarantine, but what I guess what sparked that like even idea that thought to to do that um well as probably some of you know lenumbra is a really big card artist and um i was kind of the first card i ever painted wasn't during quarantine but it was more for just oh i want to try it for fun i didn't really continue it too much so i tried this little omanite card um because i had seen some of some of lenumbra's works online and i thought it would be just cool or interesting to try um, and then at that point, I kind of really hadn't done any others uh, except for two for prizes for my school's Pokemon Go group, uh, just because I was helping out with the competition. But otherwise, yeah, it was just during quarantine. I kind of was like, oh, you know what? This is something that I really should pursue. I really should try to do something with art and Pokemon because I really like them both. So I might as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to keep trying new things and push myself to do something that I never really felt like I had time to do or had the confidence to do, but I'd say it was worth it. <laughs> For sure. And I'm curious, what, 
Have you, what has been your most, I guess, challenging commission that you've done so far? Hmm. That's definitely a tricky one. I think the more challenging ones are the ones that have different art styles that are harder to match, I suppose. Um, this one, actually, I just finished it and just showed the person that I finished it, so I can show you guys too. Um, this one is a different art style than I'm used to, because it requires a lot of really thin lines and everything. Uh, if, I, if it can show too well. It's a little, it's hard to see right now, but it's got a lot of, um, yeah, thin black lines and the art style's a little bit more cartoony than I'm used to. I was more used to, like, slightly more realistic ones and whatnot. But I'd say the ones that just have different art styles are the trickiest to work on. Hmm. And what has been your favorite commission so far that you've done? Hmm. In terms of commissions, there or are just any one that you've done. Hmm. Well, the one I just showed you, I really like. I think it turned out really cool. And it'll be better when I can actually show it. It's not all like uh, the colors, not all drowned out and whatnot. But um. I'd say this Lugia right here was one of my favorites that I've done. And this one was a personal one, trying to find where in the camera, which I know it's kind of hard to see with all the glares and everything. Um, I think that's probably my favorite. I will say my mom's favorite, though, she always mentions is this star you. She just thinks it's very elegant and nice looking. But yeah, I'd say the Lugia is probably my favorite at this point, though. I like the space ones that I do as well. So those are very fun. That's awesome. I think if I'm, if that's the same Lugia that you've posted on your Instagram, then yeah, I'm a big fan of that one as well. Lugia is one of my favorite, <laughs> so I might be a little biased, but. That, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to do a giveaway sometime soon and get some, one of the reprints from the Zaba.tv and do one with that Lugia reprint, so. I think that will be fun to do. I just got to get that rolling. Yeah. I'm very busy, so. Well, you guys heard her here first, so make sure you go follow her and get involved in that giveaway. It'll be eventually. I don't know how long it takes for the orders to process for those customs, but hopefully soon. Cool. And so is there a card, though, that you have been wanting to paint that maybe is you don't have the card yet. Maybe it's a little pricey at the moment. Is there anyone that you're like, oh, one day I want to paint that one? There are a lot of pretty ones. There's this really, there are probably like two or three. Um, there's a really nice older hollow Umbreon where he's kind of sitting on a rock in the moonlight. That uh, looks yes. really, really pretty. I think it's one, is it might be the Neo set? I'm not 100% it's one of, sure. It's one of the Neos. Yeah, I don't yeah. know which, if it's Genesis or if it's uh, Revelation, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the Neos. So that one always was like super pretty to me because I love space and I love blues and Umbreon's really cool as well. Um, there was another one, the um, Call of Legends cards, some of the shinies of that, like the Lugia. I have like a version of my own, but that's from my personal collection. Uh, but they're kind of pricey to obtain. I think it would be really fun, though, to kind of like alter and expand and maybe even turn like to a bigger canvas piece. Uh -huh. But that, that might be like later on if I can find one that's kind of bent up a bit and someone's selling it for cheaper. So, but lastly, I think doing a Coro Coro Mew, but kind of with the spacish theme that I've been working on, or just uh -huh. even like just a pattern design one would be really beautiful because that card's probably my favorite card overall just because of how like sparkly and fine and 
nice of it. So awesome. Well, I'll be looking forward to in six months or six years or whenever they, when you do those. Yeah, hopefully within a few years, I think I'd be able to. So sweet. So I know you're doing you're doing cards right now, but have you done any like canvases or are you planning on doing any like canvases in the future? I've done a lot of other art in the past. Like I, I guess I can pick that one up really quickly. Oh, sorry, it's hanging on the wall. The good old Michael Scott. Wait, where is he? Oh, yep, yeah, the good old Michael Scott stipple. These were just a bunch of dots, so it took like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think around forty-ish hours, twenty or 40, I don't remember. I've done a few stipples, and some of them take forty, some of them take longer. But yeah, so it's just a bunch of dots. So those, it would be interesting if I could mix in some stippling with watercolor for Pokemon. I just kind of got to learn how to do watercolor better. <laughs> I have some um, markers and um, just, um, I forgot what they're called. They're kind of like a pencil, but paint like watercolor pencil. They're called watercolor pencils, yeah. So I, I have a few mediums that I'd like to eventually learn, and I can use my liner pens to kind of make the more uh, standard Pokemon cartoony outline with them and then fill them in with different types of colors um, with the different mediums. So I want to eventually move on to some of that, but I want to just continue understanding more like just color theory and shapes and all that with working on the card paintings for now until I have some more time. Awesome. So obviously, you clearly are, are capable of doing more than just Pokemon. So, are you are you currently? I'm just curious. Are you have you currently done any other commissions like Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, anything like anything like that? Uh, I haven't yet. I've gotten an inquiry about a Digimon one, but I wasn't sure if the cards were going to work. Like, I don't know if they function the same. Like, what sort mm. of material they were made of, and if um. Because when I strip the cards to use the hollow foil portions for some of them, they I don't know how those cards will react to it. So I haven't really had the time to experiment with that yet because I've had just a lot of Pokemon commissions. So nothing of this sort quite yet. I bought some magic cards to see if they would be interesting to paint, but I didn't really pull anything that would be cool. Maybe like one or two cards, but nothing yet. But I'm not opposed to the ideas. Awesome. If you ever do any Digimon, I might, I might have to contact you. I, I've been getting really, really. I've been getting back into into Digimon re recently, and I'm, I've been loving it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I didn't watch it too much growing up, but I had seen some episodes when my sister was rewatching them like a few years back, and it seemed pretty cool. So I understand why do you like them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, also one of these days, one of these days, I might actually have you do a commission for a Houndoom card, because Houndoom is my favorite. Pokemon, okay. and it's the best Pokemon, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm partial to Dialga, but Houndoom does have some pretty sick cards, and I really like the intensity of, like, fire and lava. So mm -hmm. with a Groudon card I'd recently done, I really got to play around with just the contrast of the really bright yellows and the really deep reds, and it really made it, like, pop a lot more than I thought it would. So I'm looking forward to doing more of those, actually. Okay, well, we will be in touch. <laughs> So um, real quick, before we move on, we're going to end with some rapid fire questions. But before that, for anyone wanting to get in touch with you, whether for a commission, whether just they just think you're super cool, they just love, they want to see your artwork, how can they get in touch with you? 
Uh, it's just do probably Instagram DMs is the best. Uh, just at hugamouse.art. It's, yeah, it's pretty much the only way I've really been doing commissions other than Discord. But Discord's a little bit harder to get in touch with because you need specific names and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'd just say Instagram, pretty much the best place. Awesome. Okay, going to do some rapid fire random questions. So, Let's go. <laughs> what is your favorite breakfast food? I don't really eat breakfast because I'm horrible at <laughs> waking up in the morning. Um, Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with lunch. What's your favorite lunch food? Uh, if I was, mm, see, if I was being the typical unhealthy me, I really like this particular fried rice. Um, with yum yum sauce from a Japanese steakhouse, which I can eat for lunch and dinner and breakfast literally any time of the day. Um, but typically, normal lunch food, I don't know. I've been attempting to eat salads more, so I kind of like this salad that I've been making with just like putting some eggs in it and this particular balsamic dressing. So that's kind of neat. But I like mac and cheese. <laughs> hey, we love mac and cheese here. That's what we had for lunch tonight or today. Okay, so what is your actually I think you already answered this, but what is your favorite Pokemon? Dialga, yeah. He's pretty much the best. He's got the best design ever. He's got one of the coolest concepts. He's beautiful. His typing's great. So what else <laughs> do you need? <laughs> but I'd say top sec uh top close fallen behind. I really like Zorark because I feel like he's kind of underrated in the gameplay. He has such a versatility with his move sets and everything which i think is really cool and just the whole tricking people out with the illusion is always really fun so and then sableye is really creepy and i like him <laughs> uh favorite music oh see i like anime so i like a ton of anime openings and closings and songs and all that but honestly I don't have a specific genre of music I like most. It's really dependent upon the song itself and just kind of the notes and how they flow together. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but overall, typically anime songs are what I've been listening to most recently, I guess. Awesome. And what is your favorite Pokemon game that you've played? Based upon just how much I how much time I spent in the game, Diamond was the one I've played the most, but I really, I don't know, I enjoyed kind of the flow of the Alpha Sapphire game and the flying around parts, so I feel like I, a lot of different games have their things in them that really make them pop, but if you could combine them all into Diamond, that would be the best. So, so I had that. Oh, I was that I was literally about to say as a follow-up question: How do you feel about the the making a, or doing a remake? I cannot wait. I think it's going to be awesome. I know some people are controversial about the art style, but you know, like you never know something until you try it, and you don't want to keep remaking the same exact thing. And you know, it it kind of matches how they were in the games before. So and. You can't really know something until like you actually experience it. So I think there's a lot of prejudgment from people who haven't played the game yet. So I think it'll be awesome. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. And can't wait to see Dialga in a beautiful 
3D environment. So, because, um, fun fact, I never really tried to soft reset ever for Legends before this year. And I did it for Dialga in my original Diamond game. Took a, took a good two weeks, but I finally got it. And his name is Tim, and he's beautiful. So I'm going to transfer him all the way up. Nice. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to all those games. Oh my gosh, the uh, Arceus Legends. I'm definitely looking forward to. I just can't wait to play more Pokemon because it's fun. It's, yeah, I don't know. I just enjoy it, and I get to feel kind of like how I did when I was younger. Just the mm -hmm. pure enjoyment of it and getting lost in a game. So, hundred percent. Like I, I replayed uh, Pokemon Blue and Red last year. Oh my gosh, I, I felt just like a kid again because Blue, Blue, Blue was my favorite uh, game, or it was my it was my first game. Okay, and then I'm I sorry, you remembered. I just remembered a sad moment. This wasn't Blue, but it was Leaf Green. I had a shiny Venonat run away from me in the Safari Zone. <laughs> It made me really sad, just because you mentioned blue, and it was like similar. So that, yeah, moment. Yeah, you know, that was always. Oh, like as a quick side note, that's one of the things I I didn't love about like blue and red version, was just the safari the safari zone. I'm like, I want to be able to actually like, use my Pokemon to catch these other Pokemon, but you had to like throw baits and. Yeah, the the thing that makes my final that story more depressing is I was younger and i was about to go get a shot <laughs> for the, a flu shot and i was more i was mortified a shot so i was so sad i was like oh is this a glimmer of happiness and then it ran away and i'm like no <laughs> it was a very tragic day i'm sorry hopefully you can recover from that made me a stronger person <laughs> make sure to mention that you know in your your uh, obituary and your biography and I am where I am today, thanks to that tragic event. <laughs> but speaking of happiness, though, we'll end with this last question. What makes you happy? Hmm. Yeah, that's a tricky one for sure. I think just being able to do things I enjoy without stress of feeling like it's forced. Um, and just kind of, I enjoy make making other people happy and just like being happy with people kind of one thing that's one of the reasons i really like doing the card commissions is because like whenever i get something from like a convention that's like custom made and that i think is super cool it's an amazing feeling so i'm really happy that people kind of get that same impact from some of the work that i've done and I got a really nice comment today, actually, from somebody who received a Bulbasaur from me out in Germany. And the little post he wrote really made my day. And I think it was like really, really sweet. And that's kind of something that's really cool. But yeah, I just kind of want to make cool experiences and opportunities for people. That's awesome. And, you know, as a side note, that it's just so awesome. And you said Germany. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's so awesome with the Internet, with social media, like, you literally can put a smile on someone's face in Germany. Yeah, I know that was like, probably a really cliche answer, but like genuinely, I don't know. I just enjoy when like people have fun and I like being able to make that happen because the times that I had most fun was like I mentioned before when my dad did that for me with the Pokemon cards and the soccer and everything or when people like surprise me with something that's like some of the happiest times. It's just like 
pure joy. So I want to be able to also do that for other people. And it makes me happy that I can do that because we're all just here existing. So might as well make each other happy. 100%. I don't know. It's really cheesy, but that's, I'm really cheesy, I guess. So You know what? Like I said earlier, we had mac and cheese. We love mac and we love cheese in this house. So melted cheese is probably one of the best things in existence. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Megan, thank you so much for being on. This has been so fun to talk with you and actually see your face. <laughs> yeah, I um I've been try yeah. Um I've been trying to kind of like keep myself and art separate because I know some people like follow for art and whatnot. So I try to like not post a ton of me, I guess, but I made an account just so I can start posting like my own stuff and my own collection and more about me. So I don't know, that's just gonna be for fun. Just posting what I want so well, I'll be sure to follow you there as well because you are a fantastic person I'm grateful to have come across you on uh, Instagram and look forward to seeing what else you do it is pretty crazy how you can just like find a bunch of people though like there are so many people that I of course never knew existed because we don't know everybody but um, <laughs> there are a bunch of people who like I really didn't expect to meet on Instagram who are just really cool influences and I'm really happy to have that opportunity. So I'm really glad to have met you too. I think you're a super kind and genuine person and I love seeing your videos and just your content. It's really cute and interactive. So oh, you're going to make me cry. 